Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, everyone in between or irrespective of that binary, welcome back to LGBTND, where the D stands for DICE, and every voice you hear is a member of the LGBT community. You can call me Andy, because that's my name. I use he, him pronouns, and I'll be your GM as we continue our second campaign of Masks, A New Generation. I'm joined, as usual, by my four lovely players, who all have introduced themselves to you before we get underway. Let's start this week with Eve. Eve, would you like to tell us who you are, who you're playing, and one thing you remember from last week? Uh, hi, my name is Weaver. You can call me Eve. Um, I use she, her, they, them pronouns. Uh, my character that I will be playing is called Hope. Uh, her name is Hope Hardell. Uh, she uses she, her pronouns. Um, and her superhero name is just Hope because she's uncreative. Um, let's see. One thing I remember from last week, I remember there was a girl with telekinesis. I remember that Miraculous like got thrown and each ate shit. Um, and then Jack now hates Hope. That's it. Speaking of, let's move down the list. Vanessa, would you like to remind us who you are, who you're playing, and one thing you remember from last week? My name is Vanessa. I use she, her pronouns. Um, I am going to be playing Jack the Janus, um, who also goes by Scarlet Web. And um, the thing I remember about last week, last week is that I got a date to the homecoming game. Nice. Her name is Bex, and she's adorable. Next up, Justin, would you like to remind us who you are, who you're playing, and one thing you remember from last week? Hi, I'm Justin. I use he, him pronouns, as does my character Z, Zaylor, comma, Miraculous. One of those. You'll figure it out. Um, And something last week is that he made someone pee themselves. That's definitely what happened. And they were super embarrassed because they should have been for being me. That's the important thing of what I got from last time. Truly the most important event. And last but not least, Alexia, would you like to remind us who you are, who you're playing, and one thing you remember from last week? Hello, my name is um, Alexia, as was hinted at. Uh, I go by she, her pronouns, and I play Gabriella, or Invocation, who similarly goes by she, her pronouns. And last week, there were some people who were whispering about me, which made me sad. And uh, also, that was like a psychic girl or something. I don't know. All right. And with that, we get underway with Hopefuls number three. Our cover shows a football field where a giant pig monster menaces our heroes. Hope and her date fly towards it as Invocation cheers them on in the stands. Nearby, Miraculous, dressed in a narwhal's mascot outfit, does battle with a girl who is dressed like a mixed martial artist. Scarlet Webb swings through the air, catching a football player as he falls towards the ground. This is Hopefuls number three, The Big Game. Hopefuls number three begins with a panel showing a football scoreboard. The home team has just seven points, trailing the away team who has 14. A speech bubble at the bottom of the panel reads, Come on, narwhals, you can do it! 
Our next panel pans down, showing Bex Bailey sitting in the stands, bundled up in a hat and scarf, sitting next to Jack Goh, who is flanked on the other side by Leanne Roth and Colby Waterman. Jack, why don't you describe to me what you look like in this panel? Um, we're just watching the game, right? Yes. Then I am totally wearing just like jeans and a t-shirt and my narwhals, I guess, um, softball like team jacket. And I have uh, short black hair. Special thanks to uh, Twitter user at Podcast Frost, who gave us the idea for the narwhals as the school mascot. And then, Jack, I want you to roll for your obligations. It's been a couple of days since the cafeteria incident, and the Janus playbook has a move called Secret Identity. When time passes, you roll plus mundane to basically see how you've been doing juggling your quote-unquote normal life with your super life. So let's find out how life's been going for Jack in the last couple of days. Okay, I got an eight. All right. I forgot to pull up the thing. Give me just a sec. Um, on a seven to nine, you've lapsed on one obligation, my choice. Um, so I would say probably, yeah, I've probably been spending more time with Bex. So that's affected my popularity a bit because I'm not spending time with like groups, more just one-on-one time. That's fair. I think we get a flashback panel, and it's back to this morning. As Jack is getting ready for the day, what's your sort of normal morning routine look like, Jack? Yeah, so I wake up at about, like, 5.30, 5.45, shower, go back to my room for just, like, some alone, like, not stressful time. And then at, like, 6.30, I start making breakfast for, um, breakfast and lunch for myself and my sister and, um, something for my parents. I think as you are done making breakfast, we get a panel of your little sister, uh, May Lee, I believe her name was? Mm-hmm. She's, like, sitting eating what you made for breakfast. And while she's eating, she looks up at you and she's just kind of, like, kicking her feet off the chair in that way that little kids do. She's just kind of sing-songing along. Jack's got a girlfriend. Jack's got a girlfriend. Really, please. Jack's got... She just continues on. Jack's got a girlfriend. Everybody's talking about it. They said that... You don't spend time with your friends anymore, and that all you ever do is talk about this girl. Who was who is talking to you about this? Colby's little brother, he's in my class, and he says that Colby says you're not friends with anybody anymore because all you do is spend time with your girlfriend. <sighs> well, when you get older and get a significant other Sometimes you have to spend more time with them, especially early on in the relationship, both because, like, you want to and because it's new. And 
yeah, I should spend more time with my friends, and I'll bring Bex around them more, but just... <sighs> it's fine. I'll talk to them. Just, like... Don't tell mom and dad that I'm spending all my time with my girlfriend, please. Jack's got a girlfriend. Jack's oh my god, Melee, please. And, like, that so, uh, speech bubble sort of stretches out to the end of the panel. And our next panel shows Hope, who is in the stands nearby Jack, sitting next to an attractive young black man in a leather jacket. This man is Ty Revere, also known as Yellow Jacket. Hope, what do you look like in your first panel of this issue as you're sitting next to your date? Um, well, uh, it's, it's, a, it's kind of like <clears throat> a photo op, so I'm, I'm a little bit fashionable right now. So I'm wearing this, like, cute green bodysuit uh, with, like, a, like, cream beige colored, like, suit over it. So it's this cute little, like, it looks like a ribbed overbust corset going into, like, cream pants and then, like, a cream jacket. And I have my hair done, like, pulled back and then in a braid over my shoulder. Very fashionable. As the two of you are shown in a panel, we actually get a flashback for you as well, going back a few days to when the woman you know to be Agent Flores asked you to come talk to her after school. I'm presuming that you're going to her classroom to do that? Yes. All right, what does it look like on the page as you enter into her classroom? Um, well, when, when attending school, I tend to wear just, like, the simplest clothing that I can get away with because I don't want to, like, draw unnecessary attention or, like, make people think that I'm being pretentious. So it's pretty much just like casual clothes, casual hair, no makeup. And then I'm just kind of like knocking on the door and just kind of leaning in just like, hello? Hello? You see Mrs. Dunaway, as she has been introduced to you, sitting at her desk. She looks over to you and says, ah, Hope, thank you for uh, coming back to visit. Come on in. Shut the door behind yourself, please. Uh, yeah, I'm going to shut the door and I'm going to kind of like nervously walk over and be like, are you okay? Is everything, is everything good? Well, I didn't expect what happened with Clara Winslow earlier to have gone quite the way it did, but I want to ask if... You're okay. You uh, sort of leveled some accusations at me earlier that I'm not exactly sure how to take. Hope you, uh, Hope, how did you get that card? Um, I mean, so you gave it to me? Are you sure you're okay? I can assure you, Hope, I've... Never met you before in my life. What are you talking about? When we took down Jackrabbit, like, literally, like, two weeks ago, you and all those other people showed up, and you took him into custody, and you took the little briefcase. She gives you, like, a very stern look, and she says, Hope, 
I wasn't available that night, and I just didn't get the briefcase. I'm sorry, what? No, you did. You 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 were there. There was about like... that time. Oh, you feel your phone vibrating inside of your pocket. Uh, I'm gonna take it out and look at the caller ID. You see that it is your agent, uh, Robert Park, calling you. <sighs> okay. Um. Yeah. Uh. Give me just one second, and I'm just going to answer my phone really quick, and I'll be like, hey, uh, what's up? Oh, honey, hey, it's Uncle Robert. How's it going? Uh, that's a question. Um, Good, love to hear it. Hey, are you planning on going to your school's homecoming game this Friday? Uh, I, w- I mean, I was thinking about it, but stuff is kind of, like, weird right now. What if I tell you... You're going. Uh, that sounds less like a question. Oh. We got this great opportunity for you. Really drum up some positive PR. You know, uh, Yellow Jacket, guy flies around the city, uh, live streams all his heroics and everything. Real popular yeah. on the internet. Yeah. Two of you, Hope, Yellow Jacket, Winged Connection, Power Couple. What do you say? Okay, first of all, power couple, that's clever. Second of all, uh... Hey, power sure, couple, yeah. I didn't even think about that one. I'm writing it down. Cool. That could be, like, the headline of my next blog post. Um, yeah, that sounds great. Um, why don't you call, uh, my fashion people and have them set up a look? Uh, I'll swing by and check it out tomorrow. Right now I have some stuff that I need to take care of. Uh, is that it? Yeah, sounds great. Hey, uh, he'll pick you up Friday, 5 o'clock. And Sounds great. Robert hangs up the phone. Hope, by the time you turn around to talk to Mrs. Dunaway slash Agent Flores, she is out of the room. Okay. I'm going to text. Do I, have like a, do I have, like, a group text with all the other heroes? I'll leave that up to you all. Do you all have a group chat? I'm mostly asking for Jack because I know that, like, the rest of us at least vaguely know who all the others are. I'm going to say yes, but it's definitely not Jack's, like, regular number. Whether you guys use, like, an app or something where they can make up a username or, like, they just have, like, a pay, like, prepaid phone or something like that. like. Yeah. Do y'all use like super kick? Yes. Super <laughs> WhatsApp. Yes, yeah, like a super WhatsApp. It's it has to be something like really well encoded. But I don't think any of us really know anything about technology, so who knows if it actually is or not. <laughs> Good so, question. So yeah, I'm just going to send to the group chat like um uh in parentheses agent flores and parentheses dot, 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 Miss Dunaway, and then, like, an eye roll emoji, uh, says that um, Aegis never got the briefcase from the Jack Rabbit case. And I think that is our transition to back in the current day, where we see Gabriella in the stands as well. 
with a certain teacher, Mr. Richard Larkin, lurking in the background. Gabriella, what does your panel look like as you are seated watching your Halcyon City North High Narwhals at the behest of Room? Um, so I feel like Gabriella would be kind of like, I think she'd be really involved with it. So the panel might show her kind of cheering on her team in the moment. And she'd be wearing jeans and a t-shirt and she'd be wearing a narwhal hat so it's got like the horn that sticks out it's got the flippers and tail that stick out it's really uh it's really silly but she loves it i love it as well and somebody please draw a fan art of the narwhal hat because it would be amazing uh did she bring anybody to the game with her did she go kind of solo what's her sort of social situation like um, I mentioned that she was a cheerleader before, so I feel like most of her immediate social circle might be, or typical social circle would probably be otherwise occupied. So I guess she'd be kind of uh, kind of solo at this time. I want to give a flashback panel to Gabriella as well. When Rune sort of suggested heavily that you go to this game. He got in contact with you. How does he normally get in contact with you, by the way? Um, I feel like with the app that we have, he's just another contact that she has on there, and that's how he gets in touch with her. All right. Would you have told him about the whole Jack Rabbit, uh, basically what Hope told you about Aegis not receiving the briefcase? Yes, yeah, that'd be, I'd kind of immediately, I think I'd immediately let him know and try and get his thoughts on the, on the matter. Yeah, I think that sort of, when he tells you, he's like, he messages back and says, something is wrong with Agent Flores. Keep an eye on her. Heard she'll be at the game on Friday. I think I'd respond. So I should go to the game? Like several question marks at that point. I have a really cool hat that would be super appropriate. Exclamation mark, exclamation mark, exclamation mark, one exclamation mark. He just responds, yes. Yay. No period or anything. Aww. And then our final close up panel is on Zaylor. Zaylor, what is it like? As you are sitting in the stands, what's your sort of intro panel looking like? Um, I'm probably at the concessions getting way too much food. I, I care very little for the actual game. <laughs> All right, fair enough. I think as you turn around, you see the face of Arthur King in the line behind you. And I want to cut back to after school a couple of days ago the day of the cafeteria incident. How does Zaylor get home from school? Are you Do you ride the bus? Do you get picked up? Do you walk? What's your transportation? School bus, for sure. All right. I think as you are making your way out of the front door of the school, you see Arthur King with the hoodie still wrapped around him covering the front part of his pants. And he makes eye contact with you and calls out, I know you were part of this freak show. 
You wetting yourself is my fault? Cut the crap. I didn't do this. What did you do? I went to the bathroom. Clearly you did too. He charges up towards you, fist raised. Zaylor, what are you going to do? Alright, uh, this one's after school or whatever, right? Yes. Is there anyone else around me? There are a couple of kids that are, like, moving towards the bus. As they hear the commotion going on, they, like, stop and turn to look. You're starting to draw attention. Uh, I'm probably just going to book it to my bus. <laughs> Alright. Let's see. Like, as you're running, he grabs you by the back of your shirt and says... You're not getting away from me that easy. Um, I would try and pull off the sweater, hiding his gigantic uh, wetness, <laughs> so that it causes a scene there, so I can get away. Okay, roll to directly engage a threat from me. It's a seven. All right, you get to pick one from the list. Resist or avoid their blows. Take something from them. Create an opportunity for your allies or impress, surprise, or frighten the opposition. You currently have no allies nearby, by the way. What would you say are some options for me to be able to take away from him? Um, you can take the hoodie wrapped around his waist. You can take his dignity. Uh, can I pants him? Sure, you know what? Go ahead and pants him. He deserves it. Okay, so are you just reaching out and just, like, pulling him down? Yeah, see, he would try and pull me back, and then I'd go for, like, the sweater, uh, but I'd probably go too far in accident and accidentally just full-on pants him. As you pull his pants down, he brings his right fist up into your eye, since you didn't choose to resist or avoid his blows. Everybody around sort of, like, starts laughing at him, but also, like, as you stumble back from being punched in the face, you hear him start just going, Ooh! You hear, as well, the sound of bike tires, and somebody else is entering this scene. There is a younger kid, a freshman, riding up on a bike. He has a bike helmet on that is sort of set up to look sort of like a knight's helmet. You know that he is the Golden Knight's sidekick, BMX Caliber. There it is. Shout out to the Masks Discord for giving me permission to use that name. And, like, he rides up and sort of tries to body block uh, Arthur Knight as he's pulling his pants up. I need you to mark a condition from being punched in the face and tell me what it is that you want to do after that. Unfortunately, I'm already... I guess the only one is guilty. Uh, what was the second half? Uh, what is it that you want to do? There are two people in front of you that are basically antagonistic towards you, a group of kids around you, and the school bus off to the side. Well, unless he's going to make a scene of it, I'm going to get on my bus. I'm not fucking missing it. Okay, so you just get on the bus and ride off? Yeah. Fair enough. And then I want to cut back to present day, Zaylor. How are you reacting when you see Arthur in the line behind you? 
Uh, is he saying anything or doing anything? Uh, he hasn't said anything yet. I will give you the chance to take your first action. He's sort of like glaring over at you, but he hasn't interacted yet. I'm honestly not sure I'd care to say or do anything. Okay. As you walk past him, he does mumble under his breath. He just says, I think he just says like, scared little asshole. I will make a mental note of that and then deal with it later. Just like I did with him being a jerk before. Fair enough. When you go back to the stands, are you sitting next to anybody in particular or are you kind of making your own spot? What's Jack doing? I'm sitting next to Leanne and her boyfriend and if Bex isn't there yet, hopefully will be soon. Uh, Bex is sitting next to you on the other side of you. She's got like a digital camera with a one of those big thick straps around her neck. Uh, she's like snapping pictures of the field and the game and things like that. She's a photography kid. <laughs> well, in that case, I wouldn't uh, sit next to him, but I'd go like up. A f- no, actually, at that point, I'd go to the top as best I can and just kind of enjoy watching people and everything else. Yeah, Jack's uh, they, them pronouns. Oh, I didn't even notice what I said. I meant to just say Jack. Uh, yeah, I, if I saw Jack there, I'd just move to the top of the bleachers. Are they bleachers? Yeah, they're bleachers. Yeah. Okay. Jack would wave to you, though. I would have been very tempted to sit next to them, but then not, because I'd realize that there were other people around. I'd probably pull an awkward smile and just keep walking up the bleacher stairs. All right. As you settle back into your seat, the action on the field continues on. You all notice that, like, there's a particularly aggressive collision on the field. One of the Narwhal players, your home team, collides into one of the players for your crosstown rivals, the South Halcyon South Centaurs, knocking him down into the ground. And as things tend to do, tensions start escalating. The two players start having sort of a shouting match with each other. They start shoving each other back and forth. And you notice that the player for the Centaurs seems like he is starting to grow in size. His arms and shoulders start sort of expanding. He starts busting out of his uniform as people are sort of like gasping in surprise. As he busts out of his uniform, the parts of his body that are growing are covered in this like super thick hair. His helmet cracks around his head. Tusks start growing from his face. And as he grows... He's growing to, like, six, seven feet tall. This guy is becoming huge. He grabs his opponent by his jersey and just, like, slings him flying through the air. What do you all want to do? Or does anybody want to do anything? What direction is this kid flying in? 
Uh, he is flying towards the stance that you all are sitting in. I want to try and catch him. With everyone yeah. around you? I mean, I'm not using my, my powers. I want to try and get wherever he's going and catch him. Okay. Uh, go ahead and roll to defend this football player for me. It's a 10. All right. On a hit, you keep them safe and choose one. Add a team to the pool, take influence over him, or clear a condition. I'm going to take influence over him. All right. You have influence over this football player. His name is Cal, C-A-L. Tell me how you are sort of grabbing him without, it, like, what is it that you're doing? What's it look like? The So, as this uh, as the opposite team's football player is, like, getting bigger, Jack starts to kind of, like, tense up and then stand up. And then when the other football player grabs Cal, Jack is, like, move and either pushes back past Bex or pushes past Leanne and Kobe, whichever way is faster to get to the stairs, and is, like, already on the move to try and either stop this or catch this kid. Um. But then once Cal is thrown, Jack is, like, on the move, shoving past whoever they have to to catch this kid. Okay. I think it's more fun to have you push past Bex. She has, mm -hmm. like, this shocked look on her face as Colby and Leanne sort of share a knowing look with each other. You manage to catch Cal, and he looks surprised. This is no small guy, and he just kind of looks at you. He's like, thanks. Uh, holy crap. Yeah. In the stands with Hope and Ty, uh, Ty looks over at you, Hope. He says, I gotta take care of this. He stands up from the bleachers. You see two metallic wings sprout out from his back through holes in the back of his jacket. And he flies off out of the stands. Hope, what are you doing? Right when his wings sprout, I'm going to stand up next to him and I'm, gonna go, and I'm going to kind of like put my hand on his shoulder. and I'm going to go, not alone, you're not. And I'm going to join him. Okay. Power couple. The two of you are flying out and hope you re realize that this football player who's grown up to this like ridiculous size at this point, he's pushing eight, nine feet tall. He is an anthropomorphic, I don't want to say pig. He is oh. like a razorback hog. He has... Like, the hair on his back is very thick and solid and looks more like spines than hair. He has sort of a pig-like snout and two giant husks. He still has human hands and presumably feet. He's got a pig-like tail. What is it you're doing, Hope? Well, my first line of defense is usually to try to talk people down. So yeah, I think that's what I'm gonna gonna start with. I'm going to fly in and I'm just going to like as best as I can stay out of like arm's reach of the guy. And I'm just going to to 
try to talk him down. Okay, what is it that you're saying? Uh, I'm going to say, like, I get that this is important to you. I get that, like, you know, especially when it comes to something so competitive, it can it can be really easy to to get a little carried away. But is this really what you want to do? Is this really, like, you're going to sacrifice everything right now for this? As you were saying that, Yellow Jacket flies just like flies past you. He has two sort of like needle-like appendages come out of the arms of his jacket. And he's going straight in to just like stab this giant pig man. Before he can get close enough to do so, though, he gets swatted out of the air. And he's going flying off into the stands. Invocation, Miraculous, what are the two of you doing as you see all this going down? Uh, I'd be looking around to see if anyone else is in, like, direct danger. Okay. Uh, sounds like you are assessing the situation. Roll plus superior for me. That's an eight this time. All right, you get one question from the list there. What here's in the greatest danger? Uh, currently, it is Yellow Jacket, who is flying through the air, not of his own free will. Also, Hope. This conversation that she is trying to have with Razorback is not working out. He is looking angrier and angrier. He's sort of like brushes his foot along the ground. He is about to charge on Hope. Oh, lovely. Um, is there anyone else as far up the stands as me? There are a couple of people up in the stands with you, but they're not paying attention to you. Their attention is directed towards the field. Well, I'm going to do a snazzy thing and uh, jump over the back. And as I do so, do we have uh, mascots and costumes? Yes. Awesome. I'm going to turn into whoever we have for that and run onto the field. So you are disguising yourself as the Halcyon North Narwhal? Yes. Nelly the Narwhal. I was going to ask somebody <laughs> to name the Narwhal. Okay. I don't think that's something you have to roll for because I want you to do that. Uh, what are you trying to do as you run out onto the field as Nelly the Narwhal? Oh, I need a one-liner for this, but I can't think of one right off the top of my head. Let's see, pea brain doesn't work, pig brain doesn't work, hogwash could almost work somehow. What? That one seems like a stretch. Oh, I like that one. I'm gonna say stop hogging the limelight. Okay, uh, what is it that, like, what are you trying to accomplish with this? Distract him. Oh, and as I do so, I want to charge up. Okay, roll to charge your burn for me. That's a 15. Holy crap. I have conditions. <laughs> Go ahead and take your three burn. And what does it look like on the page as you're charging up your burn? Uh, since I'm in disguise, I guess in this case, all my quote-unquote costume and outfit would look brighter and a little bit bigger than it is. I'm starting to imagine like... Super Robot Monkey Team Hyperforce Go style, where like I'm on the inside, but then there's the like outside 
going bigger and brighter. Not quite as big as him, but only slightly. So that I'm just like a larger version of that mascot. You're clearly not going to mix me up with the actual mascot person. All right. Invocation, what are you doing as all of this is going down? Razorback is about to charge this bulked up Nelly the Narwhal. Hope is on the field failing to have talked him down. Jack has caught a football player that went flying through the air. What are you up to? How are the what are the what's going on with the other players? Does it look like they're in any particular danger from Razorback, or is Razorback just kind of focused on uh, specifically charging Hope? Uh, at the moment, he is about to charge Miraculous. Oh, Miraculous! Sorry. <laughs> the rest of the team has sort of like both teams rather have sort of like made their way away from him. Uh, sort of taken advantage and disbanded from where they were at. Um, okay, so there's a relatively clear field. In that case, I am going to ensure I'm going to try and perform a summon um, on the field, and I'm going to try and do that with minimal hand gestures, so it seems to be just appearing with no particular connection to me. Um, should I detail the summon, or should I roll then detail the summon? Uh, tell me about the summon first. So, I'm going to summon what is known in mythology, I'm, I may butcher this, as Hildesvini, the battle swine, or battle boar, which is basically a, a metallic boar. I believe it was, it's designed by the dwarves to serve as one of the, serve one of the Norse gods. And I'm going to be using that to attempt to protect the players and try and herd Razorback. Counting fighting pigs with pigs. That's the that's the way to go. Can I ask how that's spelled? H i l d i s v i n i. Okay, because fancy i n i. That's kind of what I thought, and that there's there's probably a pun in there somewhere for Tilda Swinton. I, I do have a pun name in mind that I need to roll to unleash your powers for me here. Absolutely, freak isn't great. Oh, ten, perfect. Okay, describe for me what exactly this looks like. Um, so, as I mentioned, Gabriella's kind of was previously waving her arms around, kind of cheering on the narwhals. So, in this instance, she has, as uh, she is, still pretending to wave her arms around, but is actually trying to perform the spell to summon the battle boar. And as she does, so, and she's kind of waving it in the direction of the pitch. And on the pitch, this ethereal boar kind of steps out, seems to step out of nowhere and solidifies itself. And it's kind of like bronzy in color and it snorts, at, kind of exhales as it's stepping forward. But rather than the traditional snorting sound, it kind of whistles like steam. So like a steam engine type sound is made. And we get a panel of Gabriella smiling, saying, As... Razorback and the Battle Boar. No, use its name. <laughs> <laughs> Lock up on the field. The rest of you see a teenage girl coming from the stands on the other side of the field that you know are where the fans of the Halcyon South Centaurs are sitting. This girl is wearing, like, athletic shorts and a tank top. She has 
MMA-style gloves on her hands and dark hair tied back in a ponytail. She is charging the field. She looks like she's ready for a fight. What are the rest of you doing as you see this? Actually, no. You all would know who she is. As she is charging the field, we get an editor's, like one of those little panels inside of the panel. And it says, name, Rebecca Riley, power, punch, teammate of Razorback. What do those of you that aren't Invocation want to do as you see her charging the field? Out of curiosity, did anybody ever catch Yellow Jacket? No, he's flying through the air. He's about to collide into the stands if nobody I'm, stops him. I'm going to try to save him. All right, roll to defend Yellow Jacket for me. I got a 14. Jesus, y'all with the rolls tonight. Mm-hmm. Okay, on a hit, you keep them safe and choose one. Add a team to the pool, take influence over him, or clear a condition. Uh, I'm going to take influence over him, because I feel like that's something that could be useful in the Describe for me, what's it look like as you grab Yellow Jacket? Uh, so I imagine that there's going to be like this, there's a scene where I, like, he gets hit and I'm just kind of like, really? And then I kind of turn and I realize that he's like flying straight for the stands and I just like ultra speed it and I'm just like flying in as quick as I can. And once I get close enough to grab him, I'm going to grab him and then swoop directly up. And I like to imagine that it's like within feet of the the stands. And as I'm like holding him against me, I'm going to kind of like glide back down and I'm just going to try to like wake him up or try to like make sure he's okay. And I'm just going to kind of set him down and then rejoin the battle on the field. Yeah, he wasn't knocked out, but like as you set him down, he brushes himself off and he's like, thanks for that. But before he can say that, I'm assuming you have turned to fly off to rejoin your team. Um, or do you wait for him to thank you? Uh, I'm going to wait for him to thank me. And then I'm going to smile coyly and I'm just going to say, no problem, just don't make a habit of it. And I'm going to book it back. All right. Jack, what do you do when you've caught this football player and you see all of this pandemonium going on? Um, I'm going to scream in Janice. Um, <laughs> Fair. <laughs> I assume that I have like a backup costume or two hidden around, uh, particularly probably one in my locker. So I want to turn to Cal and be like, hey, can you just make sure Bex and like everyone else gets out of here? And then I'm going to just run off and hopefully do a quick costume change before all of this gets resolved. Yeah, you got it. And he's going to, like, run up into the stands and start, like, he yells out. He's like, everybody, it's not safe here. Evacuate. Miraculous, back on the field. Or Nelly. Uh, You see Rebecca Riley charging, eyes locked on you ready to throw down what are you doing shoot i'm not sure so at this point the rest of the people are pretty safe right it's mostly just the people participating in the battle yeah yeah the stands are being evacuated and 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 the boar hasn't said anything it's just been snorting 
Yeah, he is currently tied up with Ham Solo. Okay, then I guess... Yeah, I guess I'm just going to have to fight somebody. That's how we resolve things now, right? If you want to. Sure, let's fucking do it. Let's use magic and just win. Uh, actually, in fact... Yeah, no, no. It's, we're not quite ready to use that part yet. Um, yeah, let's just fucking fight. Okay, so what actual actions are you taking? Who's left around me anyway? There's the giant pig monster. There's the giant war boar. Uh, Rebecca Riley's charging at you. Hope is flying in behind you. I think that about covers it for right now. Okay, I think the name Rebecca Riley confused me for some reason. So yeah, I guess I'll be fighting them. Let's go fisticuff style. No, I'm going to use my narwhal horn. Roll to directly engage a threat for me. As expected, I rolled a three. Okay, go ahead and take your potential. How is it that you're trying to use your narwhal horn on her? Are you like charging in rhino style or? Yes. Okay. I think, like, as you lower your head and charge at her, she grabs hold of the horn, like, almost like a headlock, and she just, like, starts bringing her knee up into your midsection. I need you to take a powerful blow for me. Is that rolling plus conditions? Yes. Oh, damn. That's an eight. Could have been worse. All right. Choose one from the seven to nine list for me. Lash out verbally, provoke a teammate to foolhardy action, or take advantage of influence to inflict a condition, give ground, your opposition gets an opportunity, or struggle past the pain and mark two conditions. I'm going to have to give ground. I think, like, her knees, like, sort of knock the wind out of you. You fall to the ground and she, like, grabs you by, not the shirt, but, like, the upper part of your sort of mascot costume. Hope, what are you doing as you see this going down? Well, if I know that she's dangerous, especially melee, I'm going to try to, like, save Zaylor. How are you going about doing that? Uh, can I, like, swoop in and just, like, grab him out of her out of her hands? You can sure try if you roll to defend him. Well, that's what I'm good at. I got a nine. Okay. Uh, does anybody have a way to help if you want to... Bring it up to a 10. Not until I re-enter the scene. All right. Uh, go ahead and choose one from the list. Hope, add a team, take influence over Zaylor, or clear a condition. Um, I think he's like the only person that I still have. Yeah, I still have influence over him, and I don't have a condition, so I'm going to add a team to the pool. All right. Give me a second. I need to fix my roll 20 shit at some point. So you all now have two team in the pool, and then you get to choose to expose yourself to danger or escalate the situation. Fuck. Um, I'm going to expose myself to danger. So describe for me how you're grabbing Zaylor. I'm just kind of, as I'm, I'm whooshing in as fast as I can, I just kind of, okay. So here's how it kind of works in my in my head, where I just grab the the body of of like Nelly and just yank upwards. And if uh, Rebecca is like just holding on to the horn, then I imagine that the horn just rips off as like the rest of the costume comes with me and Zaylor. 
she doesn't hold on to the horn, actually. Like, as you swoop in, she sort of, like, grabs hold of you. You realize as you are pulling Zaylor up into the air, Rebecca Riley is on your back. She's got her arms wrapped, like, around your throat and head. And she growls into your ear. She says, drop him and leave Razorback alone. I'll leave him alone if he stops, like, trying to kill people. He'd stop trying to kill people. If you stop trying to hurt him, I can bring him down. I tried to talk talk him down. If you want to try, then go for it. And I'm going to kind of, like... I'm going to turn and kind of swoop so that she can get dropped off near Razorback without me being like within his striking distance. And I'm just going to kind of call to everybody else. And I'm just going to be like, uh, everybody, let's give it a second. She says she can make it stop. Invocation, what are you doing as you see Rebecca Riley putting your friend in a sleeper hold as she flies through the air? Also, uh, your summon is... Doing battle with a giant nine-foot pig monster. Yeah, Hamster, those truly a hero. So I, I, I don't hear her calling us. She's just in the sleep hold. Um, I think I'm gonna get the battle boar. The two people who it seems like we're fighting seem to be very close range fighters. Um, I'm gonna make the battle boar as it snorts with the steam engine whistle. Generates. I'm going to try and make it generate loads and loads and loads of steam to kind of obscure everyone's vision within the battlefield to give, uh, so that I've still got kind of a bird's eye view of the situation, so I know what's going on, but everyone else might be a bit, particular adversaries might be a bit discombobulated. Okay, I think that's going to be another Unleash Your Powers there. 11. Okay. Just, well, you've already basically described what is going on. Like, as this steam fills the sort of football field and Hope is calling out to let everything stop, Hope, you feel the arms around your neck start to tighten. And she says, you all need to cut this crap out immediately. Jack, I think, or rather Scarlet Web, I think now's about a good time for you to re-enter into the scene. The field has been filled with steam there is a lot going on, but I don't know how much of it you can actually see. Probably not a whole lot. Well, since Scarlet Web is just entering the scene and obviously things have changed, they are going to take a moment and try to assess the situation and see what they can do to resolve this mess. All right. Are you just doing that from, like, on the field? Or are you trying to get a better advantage or a better vantage point? What's your strategy here? Top of the bleachers, if possible. Okay. Roll to assess the situation for me. That's a nine. All right. Uh, you get one question from the list there. I'm going to go with how can we best end this quickly? If you can stop sort of the, like, the anger seems to be sort of what triggered this transformation of Razorback. If you could somehow calm him down, that would be the best way to end what's going on. Uh, as far as everything else, Rebecca Riley has seemed to sort of focus her attention on Hope. 
she's not particularly like she doesn't have quote unquote powers. So if you were able to neutralize her, get her away from hope, then she wouldn't be able to attack at that point. Okay, but it looks like she's going to attack Hope. Uh, She currently has Hope in a sleeper hold. Okay, then I want to deal with the whole Razorback situation, but I have to I have to help Hope. Um, Before you decide, I want to go ahead and roll your team. Uh, when you enter battle against a dangerous foe as a team, add two teams to the pool, bringing you up to four. Do you all have a leader in this instance? That's a good question. Would anyone like to answer it? guess Hope kind of reacted first, so she'd probably be the closest thing to a leader. I mean, Invocation would probably consider her the leader in this fight, given that she seems to react first. Does anybody argue against that? Yeah, no, I'm kind of following their lead. It's like, oh, hey, they're probably about to be attacked. Let's not have that. Sure. Yeah, that makes sense. I'm also going to go with that, because even though Hope is in a very vulnerable position right now, she was the first one to kind of, like, talk to Razorback and start dealing with that situation, so I'll go with yeah. Uh, Hope, do you have influence over everyone else on your team? Nope. <laughs> All right. Hope, what is your purpose in this fight? To stop the fighting. Does anyone's purpose differ from that? Now the crowd is gone, no. It's fine, I guess. Okay. Uh, Does any team member mistrust Hope or the rest of the team? I trust my team. Not with, like, my life or anything, but in general. All right. And I don't think you're ill-prepared or off-balance, so you're starting this fight with four team in the pool. Now, Scarlet Web, what do you want to do? I um, I assume that Hope is kind of far away from me since I'm on top of the bleachers, right? Yeah, Hope's sort of not on the complete other side of the field, but pretty close to it. Okay. I want to move closer to, like, everything that's happening, but primarily I want to shoot a web at Riley's hand, the one that's like wrapped around Hope's uh, neck and um, try to pull it off of Hope. Okay, roll to defend Hope for me. That's a seven because I have a plus one because I have influence over Hope. Right, let's see. On a seven to nine, add a team to the pool, take influence over Hope, or clear a condition. Um, I'll add a team to the pool. And expose myself to danger. That brings you all up to five team in the pool. Describe for me how you're pulling Rebecca off of Hope's back. I just want, like, to shoot a web at her arm and then pull her arm towards me and therefore off of Hope so Hope can breathe and hopefully break away. Okay, so I think you yank Rebecca Riley off of Hope's back. She hits the ground and sort of rolls through. She grabs hold of the web on that is attached to her arm and starts, like, pulling you closer to her. And at that point, Zaylor, miraculous. What are you doing as all this is going down? The field is full of smoke. Rebecca Riley is pulling Scarlet Web towards her. Razorback is still sort of on his rampage. And I believe I'm still carrying you. Yes. And here I thought Rebecca was actually going to be helpful. 
Um, shit. What can I use my burn on? Because I have that ready to fucking go. Um, I want to use my powers to sort of have the ground wrap around the boar's feet and hold it in place. Okay. Is that part of your burn or is that just unleashing your powers? Well, it can fit under overcharge because it says I can use it to reshape my environment or I can spend two to take a 10 plus when I unleash my powers. So which do you think it would be? Oh wait, yeah, that's just that's just how overcharge works. It costs two burn to automatically take the 10 plus. Gotcha. That makes more sense. So describe for me what that looks like as you are wrapping this earth around the feet of Razorback. I just waggle my little narwhal legs since I'm being held up. I didn't assume that it were my arms that were being held, but I'm assuming now. Okay. So is this like holes develop in the ground and wrap around his legs? What's that look like on the page? Well, at first I was thinking the ground would rise up, but I'm now going to do both where holes would, it would fall into it, but then the gap where that dirt originally was wraps around it like tendrils. So that wraps around his legs. Razorbacks start, like he cries out just, and starts, like, trying to rip his legs out from the ground. Invocation, what are you doing? Okay, so I think seeing what Miraculous is doing, I want to I, I want to help him out with trying to seal away or trap uh, Razorback. So I'm going to use the battle bar. I'm going to get Ham Solo to raise his bristles and and then kind of fire them off, like like little missiles, and they kind of land in a circle around Razorback to form sort of pseudo-prison bars to help seal him in further, to keep him him contained so where he can't hurt people. I think you're directly engaging a threat here because you're trying to take his ability to move from him, right? Yeah. Uh, Yeah, yeah, I could see that, yeah. Okay. Roll with danger for me. My danger is not very good. Um, oh, eight. All right. Uh, unless anyone wants to help, you get to pick one from the list. Directly engage there. Uh, okay, so pick one. Yeah, take something from them. So I just want to take his uh, mobility. Okay. So I think what happens there is you are sort of creating this dome of prison bars around him with these missiles, basically. He is firing off barbs of his own. The razor, or the uh, hairs that I mentioned before are, like, firing off of his back into Ham Solo. And I'm going to need you to go ahead and mark a condition for me as you watch your summon just get pelted with these flying tendrils. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm afraid for his well-being. That's fair. Uh, Hope... What are you doing? Uh, Razorback has more or less been neutralized, at least for the time being. You are still carrying Miraculous through the air. Rebecca Riley is pulling Scarlet Web in her direction and does not look happy. Uh, Okay, so what I'm going to do is I'm going to kind of swoop down and I'm going to drop Miraculous off. And then I'm going to uh, land in between... um, 
Rebecca and uh, Scarlet Web and kind of use my wing to kind of slice the web. And I'm going to use uh, time for the show. Uh, when you put on a flamboyant display of your powers, which I'm going to say that like the heroic land and my wing kind of slicing through that, um, roll plus superior, roll plus superior. On a seven and nine, name it one NPC present. Uh, the named NPCs, because it's 10, uh, if it's 10 plus, it's named two. Uh, the named NPCs must either volunteer help or information, express admiration, or ask for your help, GM's choice. On a miss, your display catches someone the wrong way. Um, so I'm going to try this, and my goal is going to be to get, I got 13. So I'm going to say, Rachel and or Rebecca and uh the boar the boar guy I'm gonna get both of their attention and hopefully so you get to pick is the way that it's phrased um they're either going to volunteer help or information express admiration or ask for my help okay so as you slice through this web Rebecca Riley looks at you and says like she looks at you, she cracks her knuckles as we get like a close-up look at her determined face, and she says, hell of a show there. Be nice to have you on our team, but as of right now, it looks like you're standing across from me. Feel free to stand down and join our team before I have to put you down. And that is her way of expressing admiration. She's saying... She wants you on their team. As for Razorback, we will get to him here in a few minutes. I don't think he's really in a position to do any of these right now, but I will keep that in mind for here in just a few minutes. Okay. So I think at this point, I'm going to kind of... Uh, is Yellow Jacket still around? He is up in the stands at the moment. So he's nearby if you wanted to, like, call out to him for something, but he's not nearby, like, involved in the battle right now. Uh, okay, so what I'm going to do is I'm going to call out to uh, Zaylor, and I'm going to call out to uh, Invocation, uh, and I'm going to kind of do the, like, cut kind of motion, the, like, stop, and I'm going to turn to, uh, to Rebecca, and I'm just going to say, I have a team. And I don't want to be part of any team that allows this kind of stuff to happen. Now's your chance to stop it. You said you could. So do it. I don't want anybody to get hurt. And I don't want this to be another instance of somebody with, with powers going out of control. Another instance of one of us not being able to control ourselves. Roll to provoke someone for me. I should be pretty decent at that. I got a nine. Okay. She glares at you, Hope, and just says, your team's not good enough for you, but I'll deal with it for now. And you are going to gain influence over Rebecca Riley? She turns and walks off towards the prison that Razorback is in. Scarlet Webb, what are you doing as all of this is going down? Um, I'm going to listen to Hope and not attack right now. But I have a close eye on Rebecca, because who the fuck does she think she is to say we're not good enough for Hope? Actually, uh, Scarlet Web, I think, as you were probably the only one that could really hear that right now, 
I need you to roll to take a powerful blow for me. Oh, okay, cool. That's an eight. Okay. On a seven and nine, choose one. Lash out verbally, give ground, or struggle past the pain and mark two conditions. I think we're going to have to struggle past the pain. Because Hope did, like, stand up for us and say that, like, she's part of our team. So I'm going to struggle past the pain. I'm going to be angry and insecure. That's fair. Miraculous, what are you doing as you see Rebecca Riley approaching this prison that Razorback has been trapped in? I assumed I wasn't really holding it in place, but if I was, I guess I'd let go for now. I mean, the prison itself was created by Invocation's summon. I was just asking for, like, your reaction in general. Okay. Yeah, I guess I would just be watching and waiting. I'm not going to charge up or anything, but yeah, I guess I'd be trying to cool myself down because I'm feeling a lot right now. (laughs) Fair enough. Uh, invocation, was there anything you wanted to do as she's approaching Razorback? Um, I want to move Han Han Solo in between, I think maybe just in between, uh, where Razorback is and where the rest of my team are, just so he's kind of there to, like, forming a physical barrier just in case everything goes horribly wrong. Okay, but he's not stopping Rebecca from getting to him? Uh, no, he's just, he's kind of pouring the ground i guess like kind of looks like he's ready for action but he's not actively trying to hold her or do anything like that so as far as positioning goes is she between him or her and is he between her and the cage or is he between her and the rest of the team um i guess at this point between her and the rest of the team uh he's invocation's trying to like use allowing her access to the cage she's moving ham solo out of the way of her Gotcha. Okay, so she steps up to the cage. I don't think any of you are really, like, close enough to hear exactly what she's saying. So we get sort of like an overhead panel shot of the chaos that's been going on. We see several speech bubbles above her head, but they're not, they're kind of filled in with just, like, blurry lines. And then as she gets towards the end of whatever it is she's saying to him, you see him start, like, slowly shrinking down and reverting back to his human form. And because this is comic books, somehow he still has pants on. She looks around and she just says, drop the cage. We'll go back. We'll go report back to Aegis and all of this will blow over. I'm sorry, report back to Aegis? Yeah, we're part of the Aegis response team. And there is an editor's note that says Aegis response team, or ART, A-R-T, all in capital letters. They are the ART club. (laughs) What the hell? For, For those playing along at home, again, that is the ART club. I gotta say this on like that's fucking amazing. Yeah, I think Jack's too annoyed. Jack to, or Scarlet Web just kind of like crosses their arms. And it's like I believe Aegis people like you, but okay. I guess I'd just banish Ham Solo. So the Ham Solo and the kind of bars would turn ethereal, then just fade out of view. Rebecca puts her 
hand on the other man or on the other team's shoulder and starts to walk off of the field. Is anybody going to stop them or what's going on with the team at this point? I'm I'm definitely gonna like uh just very quickly, I'm going to kind of like move towards them and I'm just going to say something to the effect of like, you should probably report this to Aegis. Yeah, that's what I said we're working on. Jack, Scarlet Web is struggling to not sound like bitter um, as as they say this. Um, like they're, they're holding back a lot of words that they want to say and they're just like, hold up. Um, if you're working for Aegis, I mean, not right now, but can I or we ask you about something? Maybe in the future, if now's a bad time? She looks over it, Razorback, and just like with her head, she gestures off of the field. He goes to find, like, when I said he's got pants on, I don't think he's got, like, actual pants. He's probably got, like, underwear or something. Something to keep from the artists having to draw him in the buff. (laughs) Uh, So he, like, rushes off to go put actual clothes on. And Rebecca Riley turns to look at you and she's like, what is it you want to ask? So... Is it common, I guess, for Aegis teams to maybe not communicate with each other or for things to get lost? What do you mean? If something was given to Aegis Agent A and then Aegis Agent B never gets it, If you're talking about Flores, that's part of why I was sent out here, was to make sure that whatever's going on didn't have some sort of ramifications here. We know that Hope was involved in the Jack Rabbit incident and attends Halcyon North, so the director thought that odds were hi, something may go down tonight. Unfortunately, I didn't realize that would involve my teammate, and I apologize for that. Wait, do you think I had something to do with what happened with the briefcase? The director's not accusing you, but you were there. We think you may be, at the very least, a target. We were all there. With all due respect, the director doesn't know who... Or, sorry, the director didn't know that the rest of your team attended the same school as you. So thank you for that information. Did you have any other questions? That's a pretty big assumption on your point. Yeah, no one said that. Am I wrong? I don't know. Are you? Are we done talking in circles? I have reports to file. Yeah. 
Yeah, you really, really do. I don't know what's going to be on them other than I don't know jack shit, but okay. She just turns and starts walking off unless anybody's going to stop her. I'm just going to, like, head back towards my team and I'm just going to, like, very angry face going on. Very angry mask going on for me. <laughs> Has Invocation joined the rest of the team on the field? Because she sort of just sat in the stands for... Yeah, I feel like she probably would have put, put on maybe like a hoodie or something and just, just maybe like taken off that narwhal hat, put a domino mask on, and then kind of like run down to everyone. Yellow Jacket also like lands behind the rest of the group as we get a group shot of the four of you. Is Miraculous staying in Nelly costume? I was going to do something with it, even. Okay, what were you going to do? I was going to use my last burn to do a move. The the capital M, move to move, movement, move. um, And do a... <laughs> Move to the end goal and say touchdown. Okay, let me ask you. Is that a triumphant celebration? Let me ask you. The fuck is wrong with you? The alternative is that I was just going to break the whole ass... Well, I don't know what the name of it is. I was going to break it to clear up angry, but and yeah, I just decided to do that instead. So Please... Hey, I'm angry. It's what happens when Anova's angry. So Yeah, it happened at the last school. Exactly. <laughs> Is this a triumphant celebration or are you just kinda <laughs> trying to make jokes? Um, so I would consider it, but I'm not <laughs> considering the mood, <laughs> I'm not so sure it's really shared. How are you all reacting as Miraculous does that? Does anybody feel like it? lightens their mood um i would say yeah i think scarlet web kind of like face palms but laughs okay in that case we will sort of meta this is there any fear in scarlet web's eyes when they look at miraculous no as you look at nelly the narwhal <laughs> okay. when i look Mar into the deep soulful eyes of nelly the narwhal <laughs> Miraculous take plus one forward and mark a potential. And then what's going on with the rest of the group? So I'm going to kind of do this thing where I'm kind of like really frustrated, but it's like I'm, I can't help but laugh. So it's that like stomp, stomp, stomp. And then I, I realize what's happening and I just start like laughing and it's like subtle at first and then it just becomes this like full body laugh um i'm gonna kind of turn to uh i'm gonna turn to yellow jacket and i'm gonna be like not really what i had in mind for a date but for a pr stunt this was actually pretty enjoyable i've had worst first dates you want to go grab some coffee and Look over the footage I got, and he sort of, like, wiggles his phone in the air as you realize that he was recording the incident as it went down. Uh, I'm going to kind of smile, and I'm going to say, you've had worse first dates. 
Have you had worse second? We can try. I think I like that panel and just the two of you walking off after that. Well, I wanted to say something to, to Zaylor. Okay, so we'll like have the two of you walk off and like past Zaylor uh, on your way out. As we pass, uh, as we pass Zaylor, I'm going to kind of like, I'm just going to go over and I'm just going to hug him and I'm just going to be like, thanks. We all kind of needed that. And about what she said, like, she's wrong. Like, I'm, I'm nothing without you guys. And I mean that. Nelly loves you too. <laughs> Quick question. Uh, is that a vulnerability or weakness that you're showing there, Hope? Uh... Not anymore. Uh, yeah, it is. Okay. What does your vulnerability or weakness move say? When you share vulnerability or weakness with someone, ask them if they will tell anyone the truth about you. If they agree to keep it a secret, clear condition or mark potential. Uh, if they don't agree, the GM shifts your labels. So I think after that, I'm going to be like, uh, but don't tell anybody, okay? I have a reputation. And I think like I'm going to kind of laugh a little bit like laugh it off i think the love you too would definitely be like an acknowledgement of that okay so miraculous is agreeing to keep the secret that you are worthless without your team <laughs> that's great phrasing uh so i don't have a condition so i'm gonna mark potential and that actually fills my potential track nice <laughs> perfect timing and then we get a panel of Yellow Jacket's arm, like, around Hope's waist as the two of you walk off. Invocation, would you like to take a final panel for this issue? I feel like Invocation would just, like, kind of almost to herself, but say, it was called Ham Solo, by the way, if anyone's interested. And then she just, like, kind of walk off, happy that everyone now knows her genius pun names. Miraculous, what's your last panel of this issue looking like? Probably of him dropping the mascot look and just looking exhausted. Fair enough. Scarlet Web, I'm going to sort of hijack your last panel. Because after this has all gone down, and you pull your phone out of wherever it is that you keep it, you see you have five missed calls from Bex Bailey. Uh -oh. And that's our last panel of this issue. Don't we need to do under session moves? <laughs> oh yeah, we do need to do under session moves. Oh yeah. But first, can we talk <laughs> about the fact that it was fun? Yeah, it was fun. It was pretty neat. I had fun. I'm glad everyone had fun. Y'all done. <laughs> <laughs> literally never the tone of that was beautiful <laughs> okay Jack did you grow closer to the team into your own image of yourself or away from the team um I'm gonna say closer to the team and um do the opposite of last time and grow closer to hope um 
because even when offered another job on another team, Hope was just like, no, they're my team. And that really resonates with Jack. Fair enough. Go ahead and take influence over them, Hope. And then you get to mark potential, Jack. Or clear a condition. Um, I think I'm going to clear and secure. All right. Hope, did you grow closer to the team, into your own image of yourself, or away from the team? Um, I think I'm going to go grow... I think I'm going to grow closer to the team. All right. Who made you feel welcome? Oh, God. That's a good question. Um... I'm gonna I'm gonna go with uh with Zaylar. Okay. Miraculous. Uh, Miraculous do, gets to take influence over hope and then go ahead and shift those labels. Is this one of those ones where we can like tell them what labels are like not great to shift in, in which direction? Yes. The end of session moves, I will allow you all to do that. Cool sauce. So don't bring danger down or savior up and we're good because those are min maxed. Well, I was going to actually say to savior up because you saved my ass, but uh, let's fuck you then, because that would be power related. Um, so up. I guess, yeah, up freaking, I'd say down mundane or do you say that wasn't a good one to change? No, that one's fine. Okay. Danger and savior. You're such a freak. <laughs> So my date, my freak and mundane are both now zero. You're getting there. <laughs> I'm, I, I don't know how I feel about this. All right. And then you can clear a condition or mark potential. Uh, well, I don't have any, any conditions, so I will clear my track and then mark another potential. And remember that I need to add an advancement. Uh... Invocation. Did you grow closer to the team into your own image of yourself or away from the team? I definitely grew closer to the team. Um, specifically with Miraculous when we worked together to put Razor back in the little prison thing that we did. That was really awesome. So Miraculous takes influence over you, and then you can clear a condition or mark potential. I guess I'll clear afraid because my because uh, Ham Solo's gone now, so I don't need to feel afraid for his well-being. All right, and last but not least, Miraculous, did you grow closer to the team, into your own image of yourself, or away from the team? Uh, I'd say closer to the team. All right, who made you feel welcome? I'll say that's kind of hard now that Invocation and Hope have been here and been like, we do, we, we will help each other individually. Uh, hmm. I'll have to go with the Hope because they literally saved me from being hurt, I suppose. Fair enough. Hope, take influence over Miraculous. And then Miraculous. I... Oh, go on. I already have influence. Okay, shift those labels. Are there any that are dangerous to shift? My freak is maxed. That's it. Ah. Uh, 
Okay, so I'm actually going to up your mundane. Can do that. And I'm going to lower your. I'm going to lower your danger. Oof. That's that down to really a negative two. Oh no! I'm sorry. It's fine. Because that's kind of like, <laughs> that's kind of what's in my head is that it's like, you know, even through all of this, you've been like, even with like using your powers and everything, you've kind of still maintained that level of just like normalcy. Like you didn't, I gotta. <laughs> you didn't lose your cool and you didn't lose like what makes you, what makes you Zaylor. <laughs> all right. And then Miraculous, you get to... Clear a condition or mark potential. All right. So with that, I'm gonna have to clear. Um. Hmm. I'm gonna stay angry because stay angry. I'd, I'd honestly be less insecure after everything that happened. It feels better to remove insecure than guilty, though. Yeah. Fair enough. LGBTND uses the Masks A New Generation tabletop role-playing system, created by Brendan Conway and produced by Magpie Games. Our GM is Andy. You can find him on Twitter at AndyLion92. Hope is played by Eve, who you can find on Twitter at uh underscore apocalypse. That's O oh with three H's. Invocation is played by Alexia. You can find her on Twitter at Alexia6258116162. Miraculous is played by Justin, who you can find on Twitter at lolnonom. Scarlet Web is played by Vanessa, who you can find on Twitter at alpacamybooks. If you would like to support us on Patreon, you can do so at patreon.com slash lgbtd and join the cool kids such as at super underscore landon one and at mike is stranded as well as nick and zach if you'd rather support us in a non-monetary way feel free to spread the word about us tell your friends or tweet us at lgbtdpod that's all for this week and until next week stay safe everybody I summon Ham Solo. <laughs> Give me a minute. Sure. I think we're all having the same reaction right now, which is just like face palming and like laughing, but hating it. Thank you. Thank you. I literally I can't even look at my screen. <laughs> it's the quality con- content the fans want. People pay for this, Alexia. <laughs> I know. I believe that I speak for everyone when I say worth it. <laughs>